Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hooper's Lab podcast. This is episode 23 of the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today, sir? Great. I just put on the, uh, I just put on the Rockets game, and they're raping the Bulls. Ooh. I was watching some preseason games, too. Preseason starts. I didn't know it's they, nice I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know they started today. I was like, wait, what? How long? I knew they start today. I just didn't know if they were gonna be um, uh, on like national television, and they are. Yeah, yeah. So I was just watching them illegal. I mean, no, I wasn't watching <laughs> them on illegal streams. What? Who said that? Uh, so yeah, <laughs> basketball is back, and now it's kind of like that point where it's more like prediction time and getting ready for the upcoming season. So last episode we talked about our award predictions. Has anything changed for you since then? Like, has there been any players that are like, oh, that you think can take home an award? Um, not really. Not until we see people. Mm-hmm. If if what if someone balls on this preseason? How much do you take from that into the regular season? Like, how much does this preseason play an effect into your perspective on how they will perform in the regular season? In terms. Not much. Like, maybe it'll show, like, I'd say, I don't think it'll show more in terms of, like, in a player's ability to get an award, but it can show more of what a player could actually become in this season. Like, for players that we kind of think are just, uh, are likely to be dog shit, like, uh, mm-hmm. players that, like, haven't really done too much in their career, like Frank Tilkina, Kevin Knox, players like that. Uh-huh. players from the Knicks, but players like that that can um, mm-hmm. actually like prove that they can potentially ball. So yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah. Maybe getting. Well, I mean, yeah, you make some good points, but like there has been lots of like period for like these players to get better, which is a big thing because like this is the most like off time <laughs> they've had because like this is like two off seasons. So for most teams, exactly well, for so- for some teams. Um, so we're just going to be going through our Eastern Conference standing predictions. Now, there's a couple things I want to say before this. Um, don't take these too seriously because when I did a standings prediction video on my YouTube channel last year, I got some things wrong. I actually didn't do that bad, but I got some things wrong. And then people just called me an idiot and stupid. Like their <laughs> predictions. Like, how do you call someone stupid on a prediction? Like prediction. anything could happen. It's the NBA. Literally, like that's what I hate. Like you're stupid if you think this. Like no, anything is possible, my guy. Like Lamelo could win MVP off. for all we know, bro. Well, there's some extent where it's like, like no, like obviously he's not going to. But, like, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, like there's teams and there's teams that upset and disappoint every year. So it's hard to predict. I've tried to kind of predict, and we're gonna see some hot takes later on. Um, and like, Hon- yeah, I honestly like. I feel like it's like just the order of everything is kind of hard. Yeah, because like, especially in the East, like the one through six is yeah. like so interchangeable. That's like really strong. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see how ours differ in that regard. Um, I feel like mine's. I think feel like mine's really weird. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um, let's start with uh, number 15, the worst team of who we think is going to be in the East. Uh, I think it'll be the Detroit Pistons. So do I. I was actually okay, looking yeah. thinking of uh, flipping them around with my other team, but I was too. I, I was think too. It's going to be the Pistons. I was too, just for the fact that Blake Griffin is actually like quality NBA player when we seen him healthy. He had is that he actually awesome... coming back? Uh, he's playing in the preseason, and he yeah. 
Well, I mean, he played some of last year, and then he played two years ago when he was all NBA third team. And okay, yeah, yeah. My thing is, if Derrick Rose would have been starting, like they're giving Killian Hayes and Seku, I'm pretty sure they're giving them lots of rotational minutes, and those guys are like really raw. So it's just like it shows that they're tanking. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna be good at all. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not 15th though. Like, I don't think they're dead set 15th. Like, that's just where I have them. But, like, they signed Jeremy Grant, who can be a good player for them. Blake Griffin can have a good comeback season. Killian Hayes is a dark horse for Rookie of the Year. Like, there's some... Yeah, no, they definitely have options with things that they can do. And uh, have they actually have potential, which I think a lot of people overlook. No, I'm glad they went to a rebuild mode. I think that that's what the Spurs should have done this season. Because I made a video last year talking about the Pistons and how I think it's time to rebuild. And then they fully commit to that rebuild, which you love to see. But yeah, this is not a season where they're trying to win. There's some young bright spots on their team, but overall, not going to be the best season for them. Uh, who is your 14th team? My 14th? My 14th is where I have Cleveland. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. And I don't know. I have them higher, but yeah. Yeah, them higher. That's fair. I don't know. I have them I just, one. I, no, I'm just <laughs> I have them at one. LeBron's back in Cleveland. Um, back. <laughs> I don't know. I just like Colin Sexton's nice. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see their team being very good. And I really want to. If Darius Garland definitely needs to get a lot better. Ooh, like I'm not I, saying he has to be yeah. like, and he he has to be like a really good player next season. But he definitely he a hundred percent needs to make a lot of improvement off of what he did last season. I'm. I have really high expectations for him next season, and there's a couple of we, re, uh, reasons. There's a couple of reasons why. Uh, the first yeah, one so is I. just from what we've like, what I've heard from like practices and stuff. He's getting lots of high praise, saying that like in all the practices, he's like been like at times he's been their best player, which I mean it, it's just practices, but like it just That's shows cap, that bro. like. Well, at times it shows that just how good he is, and he gained like 20 pounds of muscle since we last seen. That's him. good. And My boy got also, jacked. And also, you have to consider it. He didn't really have, like, a college season. Like, he literally basically just went from high school to the NBA because college he barely played, and then he was trying to recover from an injury. And then that Cavs team, he was kind of just thrown into a dumpster fire. But I, I, I have Yeah, no, I do, I do like Garland, and I think he's definitely going to step up a lot this year. No, I think he does have potential, and I think that he will improve. But And I think that he has some potential, but... And I and I think that he'll show that this season. <laughs> Some potential. Nah, he's a bum, bro. Well, not like all. I don't think he has like, super. <laughs> he's not going to be the MVP of the league in 2030. <laughs> but, bro, go back to this clip. If Darius Garland's the MVP in the year 2030. Yeah, we, we're predicting it first, bro. Could you imagine? I mean, I kind of said it's not going to happen, but I mean, sure. Whatever. Nah, bro, it's going to happen. We're predicting it here first. Yes, you heard it right here first. Come on, Darius Garland. <laughs> we, we're just gonna make a Darius. We Garland got you, bro. Instagram you got this. Club. You got this, bro. Um, Every Kevin, time, I'm not. I don't even think I'm following on him on Instagram. I'm not either. Another <laughs> <laughs> uh, thing is, Kevin Love has been gaining some uh, weight. I don't know if this is actually like this was an off-season thing. Like I said, oh, yeah, that he I was gaining that. weight yeah, yeah. to go back go to, back to Fry. I was about to say T Wolves Kemba, but uh, T Wolves Kemba. Kemba. Yes. How tall? Because I always thought he was like 6'10, 6'11, but then on 2K, I seen he was 6'8. And I was He's so six, thrown eight. off. I think he used to. I guess it's like when they remeasured, because I'm pretty sure he used to be 6'10, but I guess he they used probably to be. remeasured. 
Six six? That can't be right. It says he's That's six, what they have him listed at? They have him listed at six seven. Jesus. They, he's shorter than LeBron. I mean that's Kevin okay. loved Kevin Love LeCap a lot, bro. Goddamn. Kevin loved the midget. Um <laughs> So yeah. Bro, uh, for a sit- wait, yo, that just makes Prime Kevin Love seem a lot better, bro. That man was snagging like what, thirteen a game? Yeah, literally. Huh. That's interesting. I never even Huh. Yeah, the more you know. Um, the more you know. But <laughs> the more the you, ca- know, you know, Eugene. My thing about the Cavs. <laughs> my thing about the Cavs is they didn't get significantly better in a league yeah. and, a, and in a conference that got significantly better. Most teams. So yeah, I mean, like I like a Coral to pick up for him, but I don't yeah, think he's I was gonna just... make any like immediate impact for them. Like he'll he's gonna yeah. be nice for them for the future, but I don't see him raising their ceiling at all. I like their young wings. More. I like Garland's potential and what he can do. Colin Sexton's just going to get a high volume of shots and just be that score for them. And then you have Kevin Love, which, I mean, also if Kevin Love gets traded during the season, then their stock will also drop. But Yeah, I think they definitely should look to trade Kevin Love because I feel like their timelines are different. Like, Kevin Love's going to be just, like, falling out of, like, that actually, like, a, dec- uh, like a decent NBA player that can use, that you can use for a mm-hmm. good contending team, right, as all their young guys are going to start to like really get like gel together and they're good. So I think they should look to Yeah. Well, they tried for like the past however many years. Well, they tried to in the off season, but then there was a report that there was no trade yeah, market no, for no, Kevin no, Love no. at all. Well, it's because that contract is so big and it's like just such a big risk. But I mean, and no team just really want to buy into that, which I mean, makes yeah. sense. I think well, he'll yeah, probably just ride it Kevin out in Cleveland. Yeah. No, yeah, so do I. So yeah, um, I don't have the Cavs at 14. I have the New York Knicks at uh, okay. 14. We probably have them swapped. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, this this was close for me. Uh, the reason I have, I just think the Cavs have a little bit more chemistry and a little bit more structure. Like I feel like the Knicks. I, I don't know. Like the Knicks. I, I just don't like <laughs> Julius Randle. Like I feel like Randle isn't the thing really. Is, I really liked him like his last Lakers season in, on the Pelicans. Like, and on the Pelicans, I know. Y- I know you Especially did. Especially on the Pelicans, bro. Julius was looking like a hooper hooper on the Pelicans. He was like splashing threes. He's just he that player that does good on bad teams. Exactly. But then like, now on the Knicks, he's <laughs> It's just because he got paid and he didn't care anymore. Literally, that's what it is. That's what it is for lots of players. But just like, I just don't like Julius. And also Mitchell Robinson's on the bench and they're not really, I don't know if they're going to, I mean, it's just the preseason, but like, I don't know yeah. if they're actually going to bench him. But like Julius Randle is really holding back that development. I think on the bench as well. Uh, Oh, he did really good in that preseason game uh, against the Pistons. There was some, yeah. I want him to start, man. Like, I want to start next to Mitchell Robinson too. Exactly. Like, first of all, that fit wise is pretty good. And secondly, like you, you drafted this guy. You went against drafting a young guy, and you drafted in a position where it's like. I don't know. I guess you like you could have done better in the draft, but you drafted this guy. Like, just commit to a man. Like, there's no reason to be giving Julius Randle heavy minutes. That's facts. And then I don't know. I just feel like this team. Like, I feel like there are gonna be some like promising pieces here. Like, you do have RJ, which I'm expecting a big season from him. I'm expecting a good yeah. season from Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin, and I'm potentially expecting uh, Frank Nilakina and Kevin Knox to have a decent season. Yeah, so, I, I, I really want to see uh, Frank Nitalikina do something nice. I think for the Knicks, like, besides Julius Randle, I think they're finally headed in the right direction. 
Yeah. Like last definitely. year was like kind of weird when they had like all those vets getting playing time and then all the young guys yeah. who were just like not giving playing time. But I think now with Thibodeau too, I think they have a direction, which is nice, but I still have them finishing 14th in the league. Yeah, no. They're definitely treading in the right direction, but not good enough yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I have 13 Cavs, 14 Knicks, and then 15 Pistons. And then you have 13 Knicks, 14 Cavs. Knicks. And then yeah. why do you have the uh, Knicks over the Cavs? Is there like a specific just like thing that kind of puts know, man. that? I think it's just I think it's just like I'm really not high on the Cavs in terms of how well they're going to play. Like I don't think I just, it's as much as yeah. I think the Knicks are going to be better. I'm just not as high on the Cavs. I just think that the young guys are more... Um, ready on the Cavs and I also think that they're older guys yeah, are they, better though? than the that's true the, old, the, the older guys will definitely give you I mean like, I Sexton know. is more experienced than RJ and then Wait, what about Mitch true true but then the Cavs have Drummond and Kevin Love who are just gonna put up stats oh, so I mean I forgot about Drummond I always forget about Drummond <laughs> there's a reason for that Drummond is <laughs> it's with good reason me and my homies we don't like Drummond <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number 12. Who do you have at number 12? I have the Magic. Oh, shit. Okay. I kind of thought you were going to have them this low, but... Okay, okay. And... I can 100% see them finishing a lot higher than this. Yeah, like, I, have them, I have them higher. I have them first. I don't want them to, man. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't kidding, want them to, man. Like, they no, don't yeah. have to be, like, the worst team in the league, but I don't want to see them in that middle area anymore. And mm-hmm. like that's where I think they will be. So I have them. A lot of teams I that I think are getting better. I can definitely see them slipping. Mm-hmm. No, I see them taking a step back too, especially with Jonathan Isaac um, missing the whole season, which is a huge loss for them because Jonathan Isaac is probably my favorite Jonathan player Isaac, on the team. I was about to I say think, Jonathan Isaac's my favorite player on the team. I think he's one of the most valuable on the team just because his defense is just so elite, and I really want to see him healthy. Because I really I wanted really, to see him healthy against Giannis, man. I want to see him healthy just like... That's true. And just like for this season. Because I think that he's a legitimate like Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Yeah, so do like, I. He just plays on a shit team. Um, <laughs> just on the Magic. My thing with the Magic and why I have them higher is just because like... I don't know. Nothing from their roster really changed other than Jonathan Isaac. Which I think helps. Like, chemistry yeah. is just, like, a big thing. And I also just think that, like, That's the true. Magic are trying to do good. Like, there's teams that, like... Like, the Magic aren't going to try and tank. They're a team that are trying to push for that play-in, push for the eighth seed, push for the playoffs. Yeah. Like, and, and I think they're going to try and be more competitive than teams I have um, below them. So that's kind of why I have them higher up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who'd they really lose? Like, DJ Augustine? That's really about it. It's a big hit, bro. What do you mean? That's a big... Oh, my gosh. I mean, he was a solid back of PG. But now they got <laughs> trash-ass Cole Anthony. Sorry, Cole <laughs> Anthony. I just... Oh, my gosh. it's It was brutal watching him in that first preseason game, not gonna lie. And I just wasn't a big fan of him when he got drafted, either. No, I saw them pick him up, and I was like, what are you doing? That's such a magic move, bro. It's such a bad... Like, do they just like stacking up, like, every position possible? Like, do you realize you need wings too, right, guys? Like, Jesus. They're like, big men, and then now point guards. (laughs) Like, where are the wings at, bro? (laughs) Nah, but nah, just like every draft, they've just, like, kind of, like, missed on some picks. They're always dropping the ball, I swear, bro. 
They're always dropping the ball facts. Um, my number 12, I have the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Um, I don't think that the Bulls are going to... I think that they're in the right direction. Like, I don't think the yeah. Bulls are going to be bad. I think lots of teams are overrating the Bulls, or lots of people are overrating yeah, the sure. Bulls, though, say that they can make the eighth seed. And I just don't think they're there yet. No, just because No, especially with what we have right now, I definitely don't see them making the playoffs. Not even close. Mm-hmm. I mean, the huge thing is just the coaching change and just the, the culture change. But it's going to take more time for that team to kind of start winning more, I feel like. Like, that's yeah. a huge step for the team's future. But it's just, like, not very... It just doesn't really help them, like, immediately. Especially since they didn't really make any, like, big off-season moves. Exactly. Like, they didn't make any... Like, didn't they even... They got Garrett Temple and Patrick Williams. Which, like, they, de- they did need more wing depth. But, like, it's not going to... Yeah, make like they're, championship they're, contenders. Exactly. Like it's not gonna make that big of a difference for them. Yeah, um, I'm expecting big years out of their main young guys though, and just seeing yeah. good development from every guy. Like I think Zach Levine's gonna help like his game just expand more and just even if he won't put up the same numbers, I think he's just gonna be a more diverse player. Yeah, yeah. And just that coaching change is really gonna help. I think that Markinen is also gonna be a better player. I think that Wendell is going to be more utilized as a playmaker. I really hope so. I hope so. Um, and then and I, think I think Kobe Billy White Donovan will. Can do that. No, I think that he'll do good with all those guys. And, I, and that's why I'm yeah. expecting them to have a big jump. It's just that team success-wise, I just don't see them being a playoff team and just there yet. Which isn't a bad thing. Cause exactly. Because their future is looking kind of bright. Like, I was kind yeah, of shaky on them, but... Let me yeah, like, I have, them, I have them one up, but I think that would be 11. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, uh, you, have, you have them one. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Part of my thing is I, I really am expecting big things out of Larry Markkinen this year. Uh, I, am, he, I am too. Now, I am that too. Has, now that he doesn't have stupid Boylan with him, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to be really nice for him and he's going to be more free as a player where he can just do what we expected him to do, I guess, last year. Uh, Well, 2018-2019 season. Whatever when season he would have been. That was his uh, second season. But he was injured for lots of the season, so it was still a small sample size. Yeah. Because he only played, like, late in the season. But then when he did play, he looked really good. Like, he averaged, like, near 20 points per game. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. looked really strong and just... Like, he was actually, like, backing people down and, like, being aggressive, which is, like, what we need to see him do. Exactly. But... Like, I was hyped for that. My, yeah, my exactly. boy was jacked. Um, we both think that he's gonna take like take a big step and that he's gonna have a really good season. It's just that you think that's gonna have more impact on the team than I do. Yeah. Like, cause we still have the same opinion that we think that Laurie Markkinen will do great this year and that we'll see development from him. It's just that there's other teams above that I think will just do better. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So he, that's team. your number eleven, right? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything you want to add about them? So you have the Magic at twelve and then the Bulls at eleven. Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to add about the Bulls that I didn't mention? Um, not really. Just I think we're, if they're going to be... If they're, they're going to compete this year, and I think if they're going to do well, uh, all their young guys are going to have to progress decently. Yeah, so like if... See Larry take a it, bigger step. That's true. Like, if, if they were to be, like, a playoff, a team with playoff aspirations, all of their young guys would have to be great. Like, yeah. Patrick Williams would have to have a really good rookie year, and then Wendell Carter would have to have a really big jump. And I just don't know if I see every single one of those young guys having a big leap. And I'm also not a big fan of their depth, which no, their is another thing. Is pretty uh, weak, but yeah. Their depth is pretty weak, so, I mean, yeah. Um, my number 11, I have the Hornets. Okay. Uh, you, I, I know that you probably have them higher. 
Um, I have them, yeah, I have them at 11. I was going to have them higher, but then I don't know what made me change it. I just, I can definitely see them being higher. Like, I could see them, like, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, were the ninth seed or the 10th seed. Yeah. It's just that I just played it safe and had them at 11 just because, I don't know, I just think the teams above have more, I guess, chemistry? No, I don't really know why I put the Hornets at 11. I Um, guess just because... No, you go. My thing, because I put them at uh, ten, and my okay. thing for having them there is that they were the ninth seed already last year, and yeah, I like what they did this last season, and I think they got better. And I also had the Magic dropping a lot, so and obviously the Hawks have gone up in my rankings. Spoiler, but um, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't see them taking too much of a hit. Um. Just because I already, I, I actually really, I don't mind what the Hornets are doing, especially with the signing of Gordon Hayward. Obviously, like we said before, the, the money is getting paid is sus. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I definitely think they have the talent to compete. Yeah, that's true. I just think that, I just don't think that they're, I think it's going to take some time for them to gel. Like, I think that LaMelo is going to go through some of those struggles at the beginning. Kind of like, this yeah. isn't really comparable, but we've seen, just for a comparison, Trey Young really struggled at the start of his rookie season. They stepped yeah. up at the second half. I think it's going to be That's like true. that, but that'll be too late to kind of salvage the season. Well, but there's less games as well. That's true. And then, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. And then the Hornets... I think Hayward will have a decent year. I don't think he's going to be, oh, we're going to see All-Star Gordon Hayward. <laughs> but I mean, hey, I think they're he giving him all the year. shots. I mean, he'll shoot 30% from the field, but he'll drop 20. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's a solid team. I think it's a fun team. Like, I yeah, think that... I'm, I'm excited to watch the Hornets this year. Which is something that you wouldn't think... And that's <laughs> what... The, the, <laughs> I think that's their big goal. Like, I know that they that they want to probably make just the playoffs, create, but I think that just yeah. creating just that create hype some around them, buzz in the city. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I'm no, glad you know. <laughs> no, but I have the yeah, I have the Magic above the Hornets, even though I think that the Hornets are going to be a more entertaining team. I just think that the Magic are yeah. more of that. Like, they're more playoff ready I yeah guess? and they have I they have they have proved that they're good enough to get to that spot so and they have proved even though they lost Jonathan Isaac but they still have proved and they took a game off of the Bucks too without Jonathan Isaac right he wasn't even there for that yeah. game so then yeah um so yeah I have Hornets at 11 who did you have at 11 did we already oh that was where I had the Bulls oh yeah <laughs> so like, then I was like what okay uh who's your 10 oh wait Hold the phone. Wait. Hornets what? is where I had. Hornets are a 10. Sorry. No. Hornets are a yeah. 10. Yeah. Hornets are a 10. Yeah. Okay. I never said differently. He did. Okay. I, I think we. I don't know. No, Whatever. I, I said. Okay. Okay. I think I see what we did here. Okay. So we're basically. <laughs> so 10 to 15 is split into two tiers. There's the Cavs, Knicks, Pistons tier, and then there's the Magic Hornets Magic Bulls tier. Yeah. I think. I think that all of these are actually split into tiers of three. Like, the bottom three, and then 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, yeah. 5, 4. And then I think that's kind of, like, how I see it right now. But Yeah. yeah. I, uh, so, for the third tier, I guess, I have the Magic at the top, the Hornets, and then the Bulls. I think we have them swapped, right? Or no, you have the You Hornets. basically just have the Magic above the two teams that I put. 
yeah so i'm higher on the magic than you are and then yeah i'm lower on the bulls and lower on the hornets yeah i mean it's all the same like like they're gonna be within like what like one or two wins from each other yeah no they'll they'll definitely be close i mostly just went off in that's true i I think the magic will yeah i think either the magic or the hornets will compete for the play and magic is kind of the safe pick but i did have the hornets at the 10 spot at one point and then I just decided to play safe. But I I went back and forth on that one. Yeah. Uh, so Hornets 10. We already talked about the Hornets, but is there anything you want to talk about with them? No. Nice. Um, I talked about so, the Hornets. Yeah, no. Another thing is, like, every single year, there's, I think, I think every single year there's a rookie and their team like that didn't make the playoffs last year and then they surprise everyone make the playoffs the next year we see that with the grizzlies and jaw last year and two years ago i'm trying to remember but you know you see like those young guys come in and they immediately like boost their team to that like competitiveness yeah i just definitely don't see them getting pat getting to the eight the top eight just because they're just so stacked i think their ceiling is the play-in and then fluking a play-in win and then yeah, getting swept in the yeah. playoffs. Which I mean, what... <laughs> it's not bad. It's good experience, even if you are getting swept. It's but, good yeah. experience because they're yeah they're young. But I mean, I mean, hey, the Bucks have been known to uh, lose that game one, so yeah, but then win the next four. Yeah. <laughs> um, number nine. Who do you have? I think we might see a difference here. Really? Okay, I have the Wizards. Uh, well, well, I guess we didn't. <laughs> I um, was really close to putting them over the Hawks, but I think I was too. I, I mean, was the exact I didn't same. say that. Um, no, I was the exact same. No, I think I was we both. Like, okay, yeah, I was really close to wanting to get them into the playoffs, but I don't know, man. Something about uh, Westbrook and the Wizards. I don't know. Bradley Beal really seems to like Westbrook so far. Um, I don't know though. Like, Here, here's my thing. The only, like, I was so close to putting the Wizards over the Hawks because we both have Hawks and then Wizards, like, so we can, yeah, there's no big reveal. So I was really close. (laughs) What? The only thing was the Wizards, like, I'm actually, like, cool because, like, all of their team, like, I think is going to develop. I think that they're all going to fit well. I think that offense is going to be pretty well. I think Westbrook's really going to raise that uh, floor of the team. But also at the same time, um their defense is atrocious that's the only reason like if they had one like decent like if they had one good or decent defender but like they don't have like any defense like their best defensive players like troy brown jr yeah that's yeah so that's the only reason i didn't yeah I'd say for, like, Westbrook, I feel like he'd make them want to, like, compete and play defense. But, like, I can't 100% say that's true. So, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just hard for me to really put them over the Hawks. Just because the Hawks has so much talent. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't think it fits well together, like, they're the Hawks are insanely talented. Yeah. I mean, the Wizards are talented, too. Like, I actually really like their roster. And I think that Westbrook will get the most out of everyone on the yeah. team. And I think that they will... Uh, be in either the eighth spot or in the play-in tournament spot. Like, I don't think that's out of the question. No, but that yeah. defense... Like, if they had one defensive stopper, then... Oh, I forgot they had Denny, too. Oh, I forgot about him. Um, How you feel? I feel great. Um, But yeah, the Wizards... I mean, you got the Westbrook and Scott Brooks pairing back together. Um, 
they return all of the team returned except for Westbrook, but I mean that doesn't really they basically just added Westbrook because um John Wall was not playing for them last year. So they basically just yeah, added that's not bad. They basically just add Westbrook to this roster and another like year of development. And also this team was weren't they the weren't they the ninth? Tenth? They were close tenth. to the they, they were ninth and then they were they ninth played they so bad the, in the bubble that, that the Hornets, Hornets yeah. passed them. <laughs> so they they were already ninth last year, and that's without Westbrook and the amount of impact he can have. So like I might even put the Wizards over the Hawks, man. No, yeah, it's definitely not out of the question. Because Westbrook definitely raises their uh their floor a lot. Westbrook is that guy that can raise their floor a lot. And if they were the ninth seed last year and they just add Westbrook, who we know for raising those floors, like it, it's, Yeah, because like it's last time we saw West like obviously Westbrook's not alone because he has Beal. But last time we yeah, saw exactly. Westbrook like alone, he was an MVP. Like, it's not as a, it's not as a full Obviously, it's not I know what you, but it's yeah. not the same. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll put Hawks nine. <laughs> I'll put Hawks at nine, and then I'll have the Wizard at eight. Um. So yeah, is there anything else you want to say about the Wizards? No. Nah. All right. So the Hawks. Lots of people are high on this Hawks team, man. And I kind of thought that you I were think... going to have them a bit higher, but I'm glad no, I think them, like, the I spot. think the bottom of the East is like perfect for them because they're a, a very brand new team. Like they added a bunch of pieces, yes. new pieces that's going to be hard to gel and get chemistry going. They have three rotational point guards, mm-hmm. um, and then their wings are all like everywhere. They have a crazy amount of depth and talent. The wing is stacked time, a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. the small forward, power forward position yeah, is, like, literally. loaded. It's, it's crazy. Um, as much as I want to see them do, like, good, and I want to see Trey Young do good, I just don't see it, man. Like, just the mm-hmm. way their team is built. I think honestly, if there were better pieces, then, yeah. Yeah, like, like honestly, okay. it's, it's really, for me, just, it's the Danilo signing for me. I don't know. Man. I was, I was just it. about to say, here's the thing, though. On the court, he's actually, like... Like, he's so good off-ball, and he's just that knockdown shooter. Yeah. And I think he's a good fit next to Trey Young. It's just the rest of the And he came off the, the bench today, too. He did come off the bench today, which I did see. Um, for and the preseason, I don't mind which that. I, I wonder. Like I like that. But just for paying $20 million for a six-man just seems like exactly. a lot. Like, especially uh, when you don't really... Like, you could have just gone someone else for cheaper. And just... I don't know. And he's also... Uh, he's had injury history, which, like... It's either it's either he's fully healthy or he's gonna get injured for most of the season. Which yeah, and then if he gets injured for most of the season, then yeah. But I mean, Trey Young. I mean, he's just a beast. He's gonna take that big leap. I actually really liked what I seen from DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish in this first preseason game. DeAndre was playing nice, yeah. And Cam Reddish was playing nice. Yeah, they were both actually playing really nice. Which I mean, I went. That's what you want to see, and that, but that's why that's why these signings are sus, man. Because I these are these guys fit beautifully next to Trey Young, exactly. and now they're getting a bunch of their minutes taken away because like, the Hawks went out and decided to sign a million people, which is like, what are you doing? Like, okay, you can't play Collins at center defensively because it's just not good. Like he's we, he's shown that he can't play center for them. Yeah, and then you can't at play at all. Not not yet. And then you can't play Gallinari and Collins at the same time at those forward positions. So then it's just like, because you can't play, yeah. So it's just like, Gallinari you can't, can't play really Gallinari. Three. He can't run the three, and then Collins can't run the five. They're literally both just fours. So then you can't exactly. run them at the same time, and those are two of your top three players. But 
I mean, I like their young talent. I like Bogdanovich on the team. And I just... Yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't mind the Bogdanovich signing because... Yeah. He's not, like, as... I don't think he's going to hinder, like, Reddish or Hunter's development as much as Danilo, basically. Exactly. And he brings something new to the team. Exactly. Which, like, Danilo doesn't bring, like... He does bring something new, but he doesn't bring something, like, new enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the thing about regular season is just, like, a lot of it has to do with, like, chemistry. I think chemistry is a big underrated thing about the regular season that people don't realize, like, continuity. Like, if a team is together... Yeah, like, it does show, and we've seen that with the Clippers. And I've always even said that before the Clippers happened, but I think now people are starting to realize more how much chemistry, how important it is. Like, I was saying all season last year, like, this Clippers team, they have no chemistry. Like, it's concerning for the playoffs, and then... Look who was right. And, yeah, like, I was like, well, once they get their chemistry and shit going, they'll be good. But they literally just never got it, their chemistry going, and it shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, the Hawks are really good on paper. I just think that, um, I just think that they're going to have some struggles. And I think offensively and defensively, because when you have that many offensive weapons, it's, car- it's hard to facilitate. It's hard to distribute. I- yeah. But I think Trey Young and Ronda will do a great job at yeah, that. Yeah, no, they got the point guards to do that, though. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited to see them. I think that they're finally going to be like more than just the Trey Young show. I just don't see them being ready yet. And I see them being a little bit overhyped just because there's a bunch of big names on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's your number seven? I think I we know. both have I... the same. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm like kind of disrespecting them now a little bit. But I got the Pacers at seven. I got the Pacers at 7-2. I don't feel like it's disrespectful. They're not comparable to the top six teams up there. I mean, but they like in terms of regular season, they've always been there, which is why I feel like they could still be up there in like the top like five, six. So, I don't know. No, exactly. Like, no, I looked at that too. Like, they were always that regular season team, and they literally didn't change. It's just that the other teams... Like, I could see them pushing five. I think that they could be five. Yeah. Like, if one of those top teams have a disappointing year, Seven to five, I think, is their range. I think lots of people say seven is the highest they could go, but like from what I've seen from like other people's predictions, but I think that seven is kind of like their floor. Yeah, because I don't know. I feel like the top seven is like it. It's most likely to happen. Mm. They're just the odd man out because they don't have the talent of the other teams above them. But I mean, they're still a very talented team, but. I mean, Oladipo is going to be a big factor on how this team plays. That's what I was thinking as well, yeah. Um, and also just how TJ Warren plays. Like, we're obviously not going to get Bubble Warren, but he did actually pretty good in the regular season. Um, I was saying the whole time during the regular season that I, I think I had up on fantasy. And I was like, man, TJ Warren's like low-key been the best player in my fantasy. And he was hooping out all the time. And then he yeah, got recognition in the bubble and then got fucking raped by Jimmy. Yeah, literally. And then also I wrote a play or a, a article about the uh, most underrated players of the season before the bubble. And I said TJ Warren was one of the most underrated players in the NBA. So yeah. Yeah. they got the same roster. They got a really nice bench. Um, the new coach, I think, is kind of something that puts them back for me because I don't know how that's kind of going to play into True, effect. I forgot about that. I like McMillan, bro. He's on the Hawks now. But... 
the Pacers, I just really like that starting five. They're all just like really good players, and I really like that yeah. bench. It's just that they don't have that like star to like kind of put them over the top. Over like the they're top. gonna they're gonna be a competitive team, obviously, and they're they're gonna be a competitive hard team to play. It's just that they don't have that star to get them over the top in the regular season. What if we get Prime Oladipo back? Uh, I don't think we will exactly. No, but I do think that Oladipo will average like I don't know because there's so many like offensive weapons. I don't know how they're I feel gonna, like, like it'll be like closer to like not. I guess I could say Thunder Westbrook because I feel like Thunder uh, Westbrook. Thunder, Thunder Westbrook. Oladipo. Yes, he's in West Oladipo gonna win MVP. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna get closer to Thunder Oladipo where I feel like he's kind of underrated. Um, yeah, that's true. My thing is, uh, there's just a bunch of. Like, you got Brogdon, who can easily average 20 if he wanted to. You have Oladipo, who could easily average 20. You have Sabonis, who could easily average 20. You have TJ Warren, who could easily average 20. Like, that's four, like, guys that could average 20. And one of those guys has to take the step back. And unfortunately, it's probably going to be Brogdon to facilitate it all. Which Unless I mean, Oladipo Brogdon, does Bro- Brogdon's playmaking is really nice. And, oh, man, I no, actually it is, really yeah. like Brogdon as uh, an NBA player. He's probably one of my favorite players in the league, Loki. I really like Brogdon, too. He's just that... Bro, the Bucks made a mistake, man. Okay. <laughs> now we get to the top six. This is kind of like... I'm excited for this, because this is the top six teams. We all have the same teams here, so it's just about ranking them. Um, I feel like mine's going to be a kind of bad. Not bad, but like we different. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. Who's your number six? I got the Heat at six. Okay. Um, I actually do, too. So um, okay, we both. Um, I mean, okay. I, mean, I thought it was weird. Gonna... <laughs> it's like the exact same list. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy, I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like the Heat, like they proved that don't they proved that don't sleep on the Heat no matter where they are. And I feel like the regular season isn't as important for them. Like obviously they're still exactly. going to compete every day, but I feel like they're more going to be. They're more not ready a regular season. They're just that team that isn't really focused so much on the regular season. And exactly. There's more factors to why I think that they will. Like, that's one big factor. Another thing is they've had the... Another thing I took into consideration, they've had the lowest amount of rest time other than the Lakers. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well, actually. Which I think is going to... We're kind of going to see them get maybe off to a slow start because of that. Because they'll still be like... You know, there'll be that fatigue. Because, like, some teams have had so much time to rest like the Nets have had so much time to rest and then the Heat have been had that same amount of time to rest so exactly. I think that that's kind of going to play an effect I also am kind of like I wouldn't be complete like I'm not expecting this but I wouldn't be completely surprised if Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero don't have an amazing season I feel yeah no especially Tyler Hero like I feel a lot like a lot of people expect him to be like a freaking demigod next season exactly and like then, I don't think he's going to like, like average like, like Loki, I feel like he's not gonna get much better than what he already is. Like over time, he can definitely improve a lot. But for right now, I don't, th- I don't see him having like a big jump next year, unless like they really just like let, not let him control it, but like they go really cruise control during the regular season and they let mm-hmm. Tyler Harrow be the main guy for a lot of time. Like obviously he's not their main guy, but like let him, yeah, get as many touches as he needs. Yeah, that's true. I just think that um, 
I think that he'll average like some people will probably expect him to average like 18, 19 next season. I think he'll average like a cool 15, 16. Like, and I mean, that's not bad. It's just like, I don't think that he's going to take as big as a jump as people expect. I also think that with Duncan Robinson, the thing about shooters, when you have one great shooting season, like shooting is very like inconsistent. Some seasons you have players where they're shooting, they can't miss. And then other times they're not. And we already seen in the playoffs, some teams starting to kind of focus on Duncan Robinson and kind of give him struggles. And I think that that's kind of going to continue going forward like I don't think he's going to shoot 45% from three I think he will have his struggles from three because the only time we've seen him struggling was in the playoffs and I think that we'll see more of that um I don't think he's going to completely just forget how to shoot but like you know what I mean Hold on, um also Drogic is another thing he he just had a big injury and he's already what like 33 34 yeah, so I like can that definitely see him slowing down a lot that kind of concerned me and also I mean they also yeah. have Kendrick Nunn though and then they do have Kendrick Nunn, which also concerns me. Uh, <laughs> but just those factors, just all those factors combined, I just, I, I think I made some, I think that we both agree with those. But I think no, I made yeah. some good points about those players I'm, and the rest. It's like, it's not like we're sleeping on the heat. I just, no, like, I don't think they care. They're going to push too hard during the regular season. No, they're a playoff They got team. the talent to just like, yeah, exactly. Like they just have the talent that they can make the playoffs without like going super hard. Like it's like other, like unlike a team like the Wizards, and they'll they lock in when the they need to. Season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're not gonna have their foot on the gas the entire time. But I do think that some people like this isn't ranking the top fifteen teams in the East. This is ranking what we think they'll do in the regular season. Like, the Heat team is better than the ones we have, some of the teams we have above them. It's just that, you know, statistically, you know, I just think that this is where they're going to finish. Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy to me that, like, the East looks, like, when we're going over this, like, the East looks so stacked. But I still don't know if I'm taking, like, any of them over, like, who comes out of the West. The Lakers. I mean, I'm just kidding. But here's the like, thing other than know. the Lakers, I think that the East yeah. is better. Like, like, excluding the Lakers, I think one through six is better in the East than one through six in the West. It's just no, the yeah, depth of the, yeah. just the depth of the West. Because you have, you have like four or three teams in the West that could be the seventh seed in the East, which is what makes the West so dangerous. But I think that one yeah. through six, like, it's not that different from conferences, which I think lots of no, people yeah. don't understand. Exactly, like, exactly. Like everybody just thinks that. The East is weak, but exactly, but it's not like other. Honestly, other than the Lakers, if yeah, that's what I. The East, I think they can compete. Exactly. Um, who is your number five? Might be the same. Uh, I have Philly here. I have Philly as well. Okay, so is this just gonna be the exact same list? (laughs) Um, probably. I don't know. I don't think so. I think our top four will be different. Um. Okay. Okay. My thing with Philly is like I want to see. Like I feel like they could, they they could actually do better with the changes they've made to their roster. And oh, hundred percent. Do better, but oh, hundred percent. Honestly, it, a lot of it just comes down to the top four of the East being so good, especially in the regular season. Yeah, I think um, I know what team you're talking about about that. <laughs> but another thing is mainly, that puts the seventy sixers. Yeah, uh, the main thing that puts the seventy sixers for me under. Uh, a lot of these other teams is just like it's a fairly new team and management which I think is a good thing 
And it's also like yeah, I think the I think they will definitely be better this year, and I think that they will use their pieces better. And I'm actually really excited to watch this team. No, I really like what Philly's done with their team this uh, this off season, and I think it's really going to show on the court. And they're just going to fit a lot better together. And I'm I'm really excited for Philly this year. Yeah, my main thing, the only reason I have them this low is probably like the injuries. Uh, ben and Embiid have shown yeah. that they can get injured at any given moment. So it's just kind of concerning for that. But I mean, if they stay healthy, like they could be a sleeper team in the East. Like I'm yeah. really high on this team and I think that they're going to do really good. It's just that the injury thing and that there's teams that I think are just going to do better than them. But I wouldn't be surprised if Philly finishes even second. Like I feel like it's pretty wide open from even, yeah, I feel like after number one, I feel like it's pretty open to any of these teams. Like I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if the 76 or the second seed at the end of the season. No, yeah, that's the thing with the top six. Yeah, exactly. Even yeah. even like seven, even top seven. I feel like ever, like regular season. Yes, anything the pace. The Pacers will be the first seed. You like, heard it here first. Seed. Not, not the first <laughs> seed, but like the top <laughs> seven could be so interchangeable. Exactly. No, that's exactly what I said before and why it's so interesting. <laughs> Can you imagine if the Pacers were the first seed now? Look who's laughing now. <laughs> Look who's laughing now, Paul George. You, you, they, you thought we weren't <laughs> winners. Have, you shouldn't have left. <laughs> no, he got paid in LA. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about the Sixers? No, I'm hyped for Philly. I'm hyped, I'm hyped for, for them too. I'm hyped for them too. I'm just hyped for this whole season, man. There's so many That's teams. Nice, I'm just yeah, I'm really team. liking what's happened this offseason. Especially since there's no like, really super teams again. Like, I'm really hyped. Until Harden gets traded, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see what happens there. That'll Maybe probably be a separate podcast. I mean, exactly. And then if that happens, then their stock goes all the way up. Um, okay. Harder to choker. Who's number? F- who's number four for you? Uh, I have Toronto here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't have Toronto here. I I didn't think you did. Um, and I can hundred percent see Toronto getting back up to that three to that two. It's not that I think Toronto is better. It's just that I think that they're just a better regular season team and they have more chemistry. And the coaching. Yeah. Coaching's a big thing about the regular season. Um, yeah, that's true. But my main thing is uh, Pascal, which I mean, I, I feel like that's a lot of people's thing. But, um, but the his last time problem we've seen hasn't him, been the regular season. I know, that's and that's thing. the thing as yeah. well, which is why I think they can do good. Like, he can still be that guy to get you through the regular season. Mm-hmm. And he's just like... He's just like an all-star forward. He's still a really great player, but I don't know if he's like that guy that you want on your team in terms of championship. But the Raptors are no, yeah. contenders, and I can 100% see them still finishing top three. Yeah. Um. My thing about the Raptors, like I did, ha- like I really had them interchangeable on this list. I had them at two at one point, then I had them at six. Like they were really like bouncing around for me, and I landed them at three. But That's I kind of what I thought. The- yeah. I think the main thing for the Raptors is, like, I could actually see them dropping a lot just because they did lose Gasol and Ibaka. Gasol and Ibaka is huge for them. That was huge for them. I think Aaron Baines will do great for them, though. I just don't think that he will be as good as what Serge was. No, yeah, he's he's not the same. Like, he's still going to be... Aaron Baines is still going to play great for them, but he's nowhere near what Serge will be or was for them. And Chris Boucher, I think, will be a good backup. And I think that I think that it won't be, like, that big. I think that they will notice it, but it won't be that big of a drop-off from Ibaka and Gasol to um, Boucher and Baines as your big yeah. men. 
My thing is Kyle Lowry could could decline this season. That's true as well. That's the one thing like that I I think if Kyle Lowry declines that this team plummets. And I think that that even though he did come off an amazing season, I I think he could plummet. He's 34. He you know, like I think that it could potentially happen. I mean, I also feel like he's just like such a great leader that he doesn't like in the That's playoffs, true. he definitely needed to be that guy for them because Pascal was Pascal. But yeah, exactly. In terms of the regular season, I think I don't think he needs to be that guy. That's but true. yeah, it's definitely not like I definitely don't think they'll finish as high if he takes a uh, a decent step back. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If he if he does take a decent step back, I think that they will finish lower. Uh, they, they'll still obviously make the playoffs because they're just the Raptors and that that winning culture. <laughs> and seed, bro. Yeah, like I <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> but I just think that Pascal is still going to do his thing in the regular season. I think Fred Van Vliet will still do his thing in the regular season. I think OG Ananobi will improve. I just think that this is, and they're still going to find some more gems. And I just think that this is a, a, a regular season team. Yeah. And I think that they're going to finish high. Um, and yeah, I already said why I have them over the Nets because coaching and just they're already, they've already been, this team has already basically been together other than. You know the center position, but yeah, other than Baines, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Uh, four seed. You have the Nets. Talk about the Nets. Oh no, you, you have, have the four seed. Right? I have them at four. You have the yeah. Wait. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I have okay, them at okay. three, and I assume you have them at four. We have the we have the Raptors and Nets switched. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Nets and Raptors, I'd say, is really close for me. Um. Yeah. The Nets on paper look really good, and I feel like yes. Loki could be like another, like we could get another like Clippers 2.0 situation. That's kind of be, my. I don't yeah. think it'll be as bad, but they said they want to start DeAndre Jordan, and if they're putting Jared Allen and Dinwiddie on the bench together, I should really like that because mm-hmm. together they play really well. But um, yeah, like I think they'll be good. I think. Like, if KD and Kyrie don't come back, like, like 90% of what they are, <clears throat> I can definitely see them falling down Yeah. in the rankings. But um, as of right now, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really high on, I'm really high on Kevin Durant coming back and still being pretty, uh, pretty close to what he was, actually. I am but at too. at the same time, too. you never know, so. Yeah. Yeah. My main thing is just health. My concern isn't if they're going to come back and be those great players that we last seen. Especially for Kyrie. My concern is if we're going to, how many games we're going to see them in. Like, I think they'll come back and when they play, they'll be great. I just don't know how healthy they will be, which is my thing, kind of like why I have them uh, finishing lower. Because Kyrie, like, he could easily, like, miss, like, half the season. And Kevin Durant, like, he could still, like, he could miss a big chunk of time. We don't know what's going to happen. But I still think, like, I'm high on KD, too. I think that he will be great i'm just kind of concerned with like the coaching thing right now and just this is a brand new team i think on paper this everything is brand new i think this is probably the best roster in the east but i just like to consider other things and think more analytically about teams when ranking yeah like you don't have them like first like lots of people think that they're first and that they're like i think that next year is kind of their year and i think that this year they're going to kind of look at things and then reassess and then come back that's just what i think they could, they could still win the championship this year, and I wouldn't be surprised. It's just that my prediction is that I think that they'll take a year to kind of assess. 
to gel. And yeah, that's to gel. Yeah. And then find out what works and what doesn't. Well, yeah, and if they want to make trades. I I actually don't mind how they haven't gone balls to the wall to get Harden or anything. I just would have liked Drew Holiday over Karis LeVert. That's my only thing. Yeah, literally. Drew Holiday would be so nice next to Katie. Or just, I'm I'm good with Dinwiddie being the sixth man and Kyrie starting. I just don't really, I'm not a big fan of LeVert at that two spot next to Kyrie and Katie. I don't know. I just, I just don't like like his fit next to them. It's like, because like off ball, yeah. his off ball play is like not the greatest, and I think that he could be better in a different situation. And I think that exactly. they should have capitalized on his value. Yeah, and I but. think honestly, him in New Orleans would be really nice for them as well. So that's what I wanted that to happen. I wanted the one for one swap. Like that would have worked for both teams. I feel like they would have wanted picks. Like New Orleans would have wanted picks out of it as well. But yeah, like well, then even... you could have given them. No, yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, like I really would have. I really like Karis Lever if he was on the Pels and Drew Holiday, obviously, if he's on the Nets. I think it's a win-win for both. It would have been a win-win for both teams. I agree. Uh, who's your number two seed? I Unless you went really bold, I'm going to assume that's the Celtics. I got the Pistons. No, yeah, it's the Celtics. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing about the Celtics is I don't think that they have the second best roster. I just think that yeah. I'm a really big like continuity and I also don't think that yeah, they got it, better I think over I just the really like the Celtics. No, neither do I. I just I I could really easily see the Celtics slipping to like 3 4 maybe even 5. I but, could too. Um, also Kemba I think is supposed to miss some time at the start of the season, which is going to be really concerning for them if he does. And yeah, Kemba's yeah. just kind of been that big question mark. I don't think they should have went after Kemba. I, I'm not a really big fan of that signing. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was weird. It well, yeah, yeah no. like you, we saw that I obviously didn't work out with Kyrie, and then they went and got Kemba right after, and I was kind of like, what? Like it's Kemba Walker and Kyrie are definitely like different. Players. Kemba's a better fit for them, but it's not all that different. Um, I don't know. My main thing for them, I'd say, is I see Tatum taking another step, especially if you. Say I do with Jalen Brown too. That's true as well. I see but, that uh, duo said, doing really good. I'm really excited to see them low-key. But uh, yeah, yeah especially said... with Kemba, it's going to be more so JB and JT ball. And mm-hmm. I'm honestly okay with that. Well, I mean, they're another like team that's going to be great in the regular season because that's just what they do. They're the Celtics. And I think that regardless of if their roster is better or worse than last year, like I still think that they're going to do the Celtics and just do Celtics things. They still have Brad Stevens as their coach. They still have Jason Tatum. They still have Jalen Brown. You know, I think that unless something drastic, I think that they'll be fine at this two spot. Yeah. And yeah. I even debated like going like really like like hot take having them at number one, but I I decided not to because just I think, I think it's think, just yeah. like in terms of regular season, I feel like it like could happen. Bucks, but like yeah, in terms of regular season, I feel like the Bucks, especially now that they added Drew, I feel like they're just like in terms of in terms of regular season, they're in like regular so much season, better. Yeah. Um, they did lose some, like, I don't really like their depth this year, which is yeah. a big thing. They got because... our boy, though. Who's our boy? Oh, yeah, Jordan. But he's not going to, he's not going to get rotational minutes. Come on, man. I mean, you never know where Budenhauser, man. That's facts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's starting five of Drew and then Don. I just think that Wesley Matthews was kind of a big loss. Like they don't really have like yeah, like that, that was shooter. I feel like that went under the radar a lot. 
Like, because now Dante was kind of that six-man Swiss Army knife guy. Now he has to start. And then they don't really have that shooter at that two spot. Like, Corver's not going to get minutes as much as he did last year because he's, like, a century years old. And then they just don't really have, like, that pure shooter next to Giannis. But I still Which think is, that they're the Bucks. Yeah. They're going to dominate in the regular season. And yeah, and I really like Drew Holiday on that team now instead of Bledsoe. I really think that Drew Holiday is an upgrade. For that many picks, is kind of just like an eek. Yeah, I know. that was The Pelicans got a really nice return for him. I'll give them that. I'll give them that, too. That's why they did it. It was like, other than Bledsoe, it's like... Let's so for Drew, and then you're like, oh, 20 first round picks. Got it. <laughs> you're like, I don't know about that one. And then you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I, I, I understand now. Okay. So let's go through our selections one by one just to compare. Uh, so I have the Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Nets, Sixers as the top five. And then I you have the, yeah. The Bucks, Celtics, Nets, Raptors, Sixers. So all the same, except I'm higher on the Raptors and you're. So we have the yeah, Raptors and that's swapping Raptors for. And then from six to ten, I have or six to nine, I have the Heat, Pacers, Wizards, Hawks, and then I think you have Heat, the same, Pacers, except you have the Wizards. Hawks, Wizards, yep. It's mostly the same. We just have a couple of things swapped, which is fine. Yeah, that's mostly how it is with all of our ranking stuff. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> so we have like the same list. I'm excited for the West, though. I think the West will actually be really different. That's true. And I'm actually excited to see what happens there. But yeah, that was all for this That's podcast. Gonna get MVP, bro. They're going to be the one seed with the Pelicans. <laughs> Zion's going to win MVP. This is like a 2K so. Okay. Most improved MVP. Most improved MVP, defensive player of the year. Just kidding. Yeah. He ain't, he he ain't no way awards, in hell. Bro. He ain't no way in hell. He gets, defensive player of the year. He ain't winning defensive player of the year when he walks around the court like a penguin. <laughs> Facts. Uh, that was all for this podcast. Uh, next episode, we'll be talking about our West NBA 2020 to 2021 standings predictions. And thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye. Adios.